We all got skills. We have talents and we have passions. But mine, mine happens to be sex. <laughs> this is the Fun Sexual Podcast with your oversharing swinky best friend, Majesty. And I'm talking sex and all of the ways and all of the things that make sex, well, fun. sexual podcast and i am the host majesty that's m-a-j-e-s-t-y-y-y all three of my wives also known as maj to my friends also known as the play party princess the wholesome hoe the sexy sweetheart the chocolate velma and the cultivator of good vibes welcome to october welcome to episode 60 something of the fun sexual podcast i know it ain't 69 though because i'm excited for 69 i'm gonna do something i want to do something fun for 69 but welcome um if you are new here hey um you're gonna love it here we have so much fun here um i'm basically like you're like oversharing kinky best friend um and i love that for us i love that for you but i love that for us i'm kidding um, it's really weird that the weather has taken this turn from being hot to being cold, like straight up skipped the weather that I was looking forward to. And then today it had the nerve to be like kind of warm. The weather has really, has really taken a turn and I didn't care. I didn't mind it so much initially, but then I realized like, oh no, seasonal depression is back. Yay. So yeah, something to just be weary of, something to just be looking out for, mindful of. But seasonal depression, baby, is back. And I don't know what it was, but last week I went through a little depression spell. Um, real, real deep. Real, real deep. Um, and I didn't know if it was attributed to seasonal depression. Or the fact that I was on my period and PMSing. But let me rewind that. I think that my period was so bad because for the first time of my life, I taken birth control to skip my period. My boo was in town and I wanted to do some coochie things. And so I took some birth control and I'm not, I'm not on birth control, I'm not on any form of birth control. Um, but, um, a friend, not even my friend, my sister gave me some of her birth control pills. She's mad pregnant right now, so she don't need them anyway, but she gave me some of her like old birth control pills. And that was my first time. I was like, I've heard that if you take the birth control pills, when your period's supposed to come, like it'll help it like delay. So the day before it was supposed to come, I took two. Um, the next day I took two more and the day after that I took two more and it delayed my period for probably like five or six days from when it was actually supposed to come. So found out that that trick actually works but when I did get my period my cramps were bad I PMSed hard like hard I was in my pretty much in my room in my bed for about three days straight and like on the third day my mother was like what's going on like what's going on and I'm just crying I was just I was really a mess and um yeah I don't know if it was I don't know if it was PMS I don't know if it's like seasonal depression setting in I don't know if it's um, just frustration of a life, or maybe it's a combination of all of it, but last week was not cute. This week I feel significantly better. 
um, because I mean, cause some things are just like life is happening and things are working out, but you know how when something is going on and you can't do nothing but laugh, I'm having a, like some of those moments. Like all you can do is laugh. Cause if I don't laugh, then I'm just going to be sad. So I just, I just got to laugh and roll with the punches with some things. So, um, that's kind of where I am, but I really do feel like this is, this is the part, this is the the upturn. This is where it gets really good. I feel like this is that's the point that I'm at right now. So I'm I'm kind of uh I'm kind of excited. The apartment saga might be ending. I looked at an apartment today. Um I might be a Philly joint like real soon. Like real real soon I might be a Philly joint. I might be moving to to Philly. Um of which I'm not upset about at all. I actually have some plans because I don't haven't really found much community in Philly. So I said, if I move to Philly, I'm creating community out there. So, you know, be on the lookout for your girl because, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm never scared to go into a new city. So that might be happening next. We'll see. Y'all again, y'all are getting the, um, this is, this is my, this is me like processing the thoughts, but that is definitely a thought of mine is like, if there's no community in Philly, I'm going to create community in Philly because fuck it. That's what I do. I bring people together and we have a great time. And I wouldn't be mad at that at all. Um, I don't think I let y'all know, but when I went on my, um, did I tell y'all? I can't remember. But when I went on my date, my um, scavenger hunt date, it ended with me going to, um, it wasn't part of the scavenger hunt. I was just like three drinks in, maybe four drinks in and decided it was a good idea to go and get my VCH repierced. I got it pierced 10 years ago when I was a freshman in college um, and it had been in until right before my breast reduction like the week before my breast reduction um I was going to you know making my making my rounds hitting up the hitting up my boys and um one of them was eating my pussy and the next thing I know like he comes up and like pulls out my VCH out of his mouth and I was like oh my god and I never put it back in after that and that was a year ago now so I decided to go get it re-pierced let me say that getting it re-pierced it wasn't it wasn't closed the, the hole had like shrunk but it wasn't completely closed getting that thing pushed through hurt way worse than getting it initially done I don't think people tell you that because I didn't know that in my mind it was gonna be like this smooth easy no pushing that shit through stretching that hole hurts way worse than the initial piercing but I had that thing in and then I went to go see my boo. Well, my boo came up this way to see me and, um, you know, we're playing around and stuff like that. And my, yo, my coochie was so irritated and I was so mad because I just wanted to be able to fucking get my pussy ate and play with my toys. But my coochie was hurting so bad from that fucking piercing. Then I tried to take it. I tried to like, I tried to like, you know, just go through with it. But it was hurting so bad. My coochie, my clit ended up being like, sw- <laughs> it was so swollen. I remember going to the bathroom and looking and being like, yo, my clit's not normally this big. And it was just really swollen and um, irritated. It was uncomfortable. So um, then I tried to take it out. They screwed those balls on like hell. I couldn't take it out. He couldn't take it out. It was hurting. I had to end up going to the piercing shop and getting it taken back out because that shit was painful. I want to put it back in though, but I, I have my thoughts of why it's, it was hurting so bad, but it was, it was really, really irritated. So, um, that saga is, it, that might be a, a, the end of an era, but I, I really did. That was my favorite, one of my favorite piercings. And so I really would like to bring it back, but I, it ain't worth the pain. It is not worth the pain. Um, part of this apartment hunting saga that's been going on, um, I confirmed something for myself today and I hate to admit it, but 
you know what? I don't hate to admit it. I'm just going to reword it so I can say it in the way that I like. I have expensive taste and it is not on purpose. It's not on purpose. Like I'd be really liking the expense. I won't know how much things cost and I will still pick the most expensive thing. I went mattress shopping today. I just went to the store because now I'm about to move. Got to give me a mattress and I'm definitely getting me a king size bed. I am getting me a king size bed. Queen size has queen size has done me right. Plenty of fun on queen, queen size mattresses, but I have been in a queen size bed since I was in high school or before. No, since I was in high school, I have been in a queen size bed. We are going king size now. I want to be able to fit four people in my bed. Okay. Um, so yeah, we're going king size. I go to the mattress store today and I'm like laying on mattresses. Now, the last time I bought a mattress was probably maybe five years ago. But that was also, I was in my early 20s. That was also a time in my life where my body just worked and everything was great with my body. So it didn't really, like, I could sleep on a, a, the floor and be okay. So when I picked a mattress, I, you know, at that time, I picked the cheapest mattress that I could find. And it was, it was cool. And, and I rocked with it until um, about a year ago. And my, like, body started hurting. I would wake up, my body was always hurting. My back was always hurting, you know, also, like, titties. Um, but that mattress, I realized like this mattress is really not comfortable. Like, and then I started thinking like, what is a comfortable mattress? Am I more soft? Am I more firm? Whatever. So then when I moved here, um, you know, the mattress that was in the guest room, the guest room became my bedroom. So I'm sleeping on this mattress and it was cool at first, you know, pillow toppy and all that stuff. But the more I slept on it, the more I'm like, this mattress ain't really that comfortable either. Like all of that pillow top plush bullshit is bullshit. That stuff, I think when you get older, your body can't do all that soft, fussy, fluffy, I can't do that stuff no more. Like, I, I've come to the conclusion that I, I'm like a firm, firmer mattress girl. That fluffy, sinking in stuff, it really hurts my body. I, I'm just getting older, I guess. But that stuff hurts my body. So anyway, I'm going to the mattress store today, laying on some different mattresses, trying to see what I would like, because I'm about to be buying me a new mattress. And so I lay on a couple different things and I found this mattress, y'all. I found this mattress. It was an it wasn't a pillow top. It was some type of like gel situation that is it's it's like a purple one of those purple mattresses, but it's the hybrid one. So it has like spring at the bottom. So it has nice bounce, but not super bouncy bounce. And then the top is like still it's like you nestle into it, but it's still firm because it's this like honeycomb kind of pattern thing. I don't know. I don't know. But I know that that mattress was amazing. Amazing. I look up how much it costs. Why does this mattress cost $2,600? $2,600? I don't know if I am tripping. The last mattress that I bought was like, I want to say like $500, maybe $550. No more than six though. Definitely no more than six. $2,500? crazy I want it though so I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna treat myself um and I was talking to somebody today he was like you want to he was like a mattress is one of those things that you do not want to go cheap with like you want to get something that's going to be good for you so I'm like you know what maybe I will spend $2,600 on a mattress fuck it fuck it so we'll see I, I, I hate that my taste is expensive I hate that my body likes expensive food and and enjoys expensive experiences and 
likes expensive mattresses apparently because what the fuck but it but i'm moving hopefully knock on something hopefully i will be moving soon so this 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 whole like moving saga bullshit can just be over and i will be very happy very very um grateful for that uh while i was in my in the bed for um a couple of days or actually when i was getting out of my little depression spell last week i ended up rewatching flavor of love season 1 okay i haven't rewatched that since i haven't watched that since the like it first aired and i remember when it first aired cuz me my mother my sister my stepfather we would like be watching eating dinner watching tv like watching flavor of love when it came out when it was on tv and it was a big deal and i remember laughing and thinking it was so funny but it's so it was so interesting watching that now 2023 the show has been out for i don't know uh 15 16 years or something like that and i'm watching it now and i saw how much body shaming and slut shaming happened now initially i was watching it and i was just like oh god like it was uncomfortable some of it was just a little bit uncomfortable to watch because it's like why are you saying that like ah, get off of that sorry baby why are you saying that? Like, why are you doing that? Why are you, first of all, why are y'all acting like that? Because dumb bitches was acting loony, straight up loony. Um, but there was just so much slut shaming and body shaming. And then I was like, we aired this on TV like this. Like this was a, this was like normal just to call people fat. And then what they consider fat wasn't even fat. They kept calling Hottie, like there was this whole thing about Hottie being fat, Hottie being big. She really isn't even fat. And so, you know, I get it. She might have been big for that time. But just to watch that is really like hindsight 2020, how much like our perception has like changed and all that stuff. But let me also say quality entertainment. That shit could not air today. It would have been there was so much wrong with it. Flavor Flav, Flavor Flav grabbing these women and groping these women. That shit would not fly today at all. But it was really interesting. And I also remember one of the girls made a point of like, she was like, if I'm not. She basically said, like, if I'm not intimate with him soon, like, I'm going to get kicked off because the other women are, like, being intimate with him and whatever. And that, like, a little bit of that broke my heart because I was like, damn, she really feel like she got to give up some coochie to this man that she probably not even into because um, cause other girls is giving him coochie and, and not giving him coochie is going to get her exed off of a show where he's supposed to be finding love. Like, it was, it was, a, it was, a, lot of, it was a lot of stuff um, in that show that, you know, obviously we didn't really pay much attention to. 15 years ago whatever the fuck it came out but watching it now still good comedy but also like we have come a, 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 a way I don't know for the better or for the worse but we've definitely come away so that was a that was very a very interesting situation what else is a situ- interesting situation is I've talked on here about my desire to be a mother I've talked on here about my future husband and wanting to get married. I go back and forth all the time on both. And right now, I am in one of those places where I'm like, fuck them both. Fuck marriage, fuck kids. I am <laughs> I am having one of those moments. Like, nothing, there's so much stuff out there that just doesn't make either one of them seem worth it. Like... 
why be stressed out raising somebody and being responsible for somebody and having to pay for somebody like financially responsible for somebody for 18 years and emotionally and mentally responsible for somebody for 18 years when I could just be depressed or be responsible for myself and have more money and be able to like at least go on vacation and be depressed in a villa in Tahiti like there's a lot of things that are making having kids not look good lately there's a whole lot of stuff making marriage not look very good lately and I'm 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 in a very I'm in a very weird place and I'm sure I'll go back to the feels that I had before but like let me tell you, a lot of people that are doing marriage ain't making marriage or kids or any of that shit look good. Like, I could really, really be like the single rich auntie on vacation living life for the rest of my life. And is that is that bad? Is it bad? Is it selfish if I want that? No. No. This part of me that did feel selfish about, like, what if I don't bring kids into this world? Nah, right now, I ain't feeling very selfish about it. Right now, I'm feeling like, it's probably better for for a lot of people because let me tell you so many things will glorify that shit but when you see that shit in real life and people actually get down to the down and dirty and actually start having real conversations that shit is not not that fucking glamorous (sighs) that's not a shot to anybody getting married wanting to get married having kids or wanting to have kids i'm just saying this shit right life right now making this shit look real stressful and it don't help that Everything is expensive. Everything is expensive right now. This shit is not sustainable. It's not sustainable. I want to scam. I said what I said. But on to better news. Um, something that really made me smile this, this week. There was a few things that made me smile this week. And a few people that made me smile this week. But one of the things that made me smile this week was Virgin Airlines. Virgin Airlines have like updated their policies so that their um, cabin crew pilots and ground team can wear the uniforms that best suit them and that they are most comfortable in. Um, So that means there might be, you know, trans um, employees that can dress in in whatever the clothes that make them feel comfortable. So you see a man with beautiful like eyeshadow and lip glow and lipstick glimmer shimmer looking fabulous and in, in, in a skirt and and in you know as a part of the crew um you might see um a pilot who is like some sort of like androgynous in in a pantsuit that might have been you know uh, assigned female at birth um so like they are allowing the people to dress in the clothes their employees not the people but they're allowing their employees to dress in the way that it's comfortable to them and then i saw that in that they had an advertisement in the advertisement they had these pins on their shirt that had their pronouns on it i love that i love that not even just as like a um not even just like as a um as a queer person I love that as like a, as a, a, just like a human being. I love that as a, um, I don't even want to say as an ally. Like I want to disassociate myself from like anything queerness, anything LGBTQ, but as a human, you are allowing people to be who they are. That is a beautiful thing. And why is that this like super revolutionary thing? I don't know. It shouldn't be. That should be like the most basic of like human rights, but it's obviously not 2022 and it's obviously not. Um, but it does make me super happy to see. It really, really does. Like I love, you getting real comfortable, sir. 
uh, raisin is on my lap for anybody who's not watching but you should be watching on youtube look up the fun sexual podcast on youtube and you could be watching right now but anyway um it makes me really happy to see that i want to see more of that i want to see more acceptance i want to see more inclusivity um all around the board and i don't want it to be it shouldn't be a thing like that we necessarily celebrate because it should already be like that allow people to be who they are and even from like a just strictly business standpoint right you get more out of your employees they are more productive they show up to work more they are you know interact with customers better when they are happy so do things to make your employers employers do things to make your employees happy you will get more out of them even if you only care about the, the bottom the dollar at the end of the day do the things to make your have happy employees you will make more money i think that that get off this cord i think that that's a very simple concept but you know some people miss that so i'm really happy to see virgin airlines doing that it makes me want to patronize them um, I've never flown Virgin. I don't know if they fly out of the airports that I fly out of. I usually just fly out of what has the most convenient times for me. But I definitely want to patronize uh, Virgin because I would love to be to see that experience and and really you know see how that how that you know flow works. I'm, I'm really happy to see that. That made me that really made me smile uh, this week. Another thing that made me smile this week was um, another thing that made me smile this week was. I wanted to be really productive one day. I wanted to be really productive. This this one day this week, I said, you know, I haven't been productive. I need to be productive today. So I woke up in the morning, handled my morning routine, um, and I took my Adderall for the first time in a very long time. I haven't really been taking my Adderall. I've been saying I was going to, but I just didn't want to. I don't know why. I said I'm going to start taking my Adderall again. I took my Adderall. I also have some mushrooms. I had just been coming out of a really depressing spell. And, I, you know, sometimes I like to microdose because it perks me back up. A little, bit of, a little bit of shrooms, a microdose of shrooms just kind of perks me back up. So I said, I'm going to do my Adderall, be super focused. I'm going to do my little bit of shrooms, be super happy. I'm going to have me a great day. Things took a turn that day, but it's okay. Um, but I did get oddly extremely horny. And that was where my focus and my happiness ended up going, to my coochie my coochie hole that's where my happiness went and let me tell you something I was masturbating actually in this very spot for like two and a half three hours it was kind of crazy kind of crazy non-stop but what really excited me about it is that I unlocked a new kink I unlocked a new kink something that I didn't realize that I was into um or interested in and that was, I don't really know what to call it, but I really enjoyed, <sighs> I masturbate on camera every so often anyway, but I was masturbating on camera and so that was enjoyable. But what I really enjoyed was after I got off the phone with my boo who was in a meeting, he had his phone propped up while he's on like running his meeting or whatever or in this meeting and he's watching me, but also watching his camera for work trying to focus on this thing and try like trying to pay attention to this thing but also watching me and it was great like I was looking good I saw myself I was so me and him ended up getting off the phone and a really good friend of mine I don't remember the order that it happened but a really good friend of mine 
ended up calling. And this is a friend that I'm not a male friend of mine that I'm not sexual with at all. Not interested in being sexual with, but he could literally call me middle, like mid masturbation. And I answered the phone. It wasn't facing me. It was facing to the ceiling. So he still doesn't know that I was like masturbating while he was on the phone. We were only on the phone for like a couple seconds and I realized I couldn't do it. But when I say ushy gushy, moose knuckle, dripping wet waterfall pussy, I mean that. I have never squirted so hard. It was like the feeling of like him, me genuinely not wanting him to know what I was doing and trying to talk normal and trying to act like normal and shit. I had to hang up the phone. I had to hang up the phone wet through a puppy pad, two puppy pads. They were like dripping, heavy, drenched, soggy, crazy, crazy. It was ridiculous. Um, I couldn't believe that happened. And then after that, I ended up calling somebody else on FaceTime that it doesn't matter. I like, there's something enjoyable for me about playing with myself or like teasing somebody, knowing that they can't, can't have access to me. That tease for me was really, really fun. I don't know what to call that kink, but I really enjoyed it. Um, The idea of like maybe potentially getting somebody in trouble and getting them caught was really enjoyable for me. Um, My boo said one day, um, you know, we're going to be together and he's going to have to be working or something like that. And I can like masturbate off to the side while he's in a meeting. And like that was like hot for me. The thought of like me being kind of like behind your computer. So you're like looking at your computer, but you're looking at me. And I'm just going to be like playing with my pussy and shit. And he going to love it. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what it is about that. But something about that was really like exciting. The thought of it was really exciting. Being on the phone with my friend and him not knowing was really exciting. I know he don't listen to the podcast. So I'm not worried about him finding out. And then I ended up calling somebody else. And just like knowing that like I can tease you and you're aroused, but you can't, you can't have me was something that I really enjoyed. And then I had this vision. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Actually, I ain't even going to tell you all my vision because I'm probably going to do it. And I, I want to be able to like reap the benefits and make the money because I think it's a good idea. And maybe it's a terrible idea, but I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to see how it turns out because I have this like exhibitionist part of me that is like jumping out right now I've always been an exhibitionist but right now it's like yo we need we want we need so I'm gonna I'm gonna feed into that and see what that can be because I'm about to have a space and time to do it so why the fuck not new kinks unlocked I would love to unlock some more new kinks um I'm excited about getting to spend some time with my new boo because um it's been a while since I've like really been with somebody consistently enough to want to like try new things with them. Cause usually I'm having sex at play parties for real. Um, and so, you know, I just feel very comfortable with this person and it makes me want to be able to like do more and try more and try different things and experiment and really, you know, try some shit. So I'm, I'm very, very excited for that. But like that day in particular between Adderall and the mushrooms, Coochie was crazy. Like Nikki said it on the episode with um, Darla Nikki, Miss Nicole Nawaz. Viagra, I mean, sorry, mushrooms air is like Viagra for vaginas, for real. It really, truly, honestly is. There is some science in there. I don't know how who we need to get in the labs to do the research, to run the numbers, to do the experiments, the things of the sort. But somebody needs to get in there and make it happen. 
I also need a name for, for this kink of mine beyond just being like an exhibitionist, this like teasing, but it's also kind of being ignored thing. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I need to kind of like pinpoint what it is, but I, it's, it's arousing and I like it. And I want to, I really want to explore more of that sidebar. I really want y'all to listen to Miss Ari Lennox's new album, ASL, Age, Sex, Location. That album, I have had it on repeat for the last, um, I don't know, maybe like the last week or so. It is phenomenal. It is a really, really good album. Like, I feel like she's speaking to the women um, I feel like she's speaking to me at, in this era, in this stage of my life. Like, it's just very relatable content. And, I'm, you know, I'm also a fan of Ari. She's just beautiful, uh, beautiful body, beautiful face, uh, love, amazing voice, really funny. Um, so I, I want to support her in that way as well. But, like, she's just a, a great artist. And this album is, it, like, I haven't had an album speak to me. Beyonce's album was great and I love it, but it didn't, it didn't, it didn't speak to my soul. It spoke to my, I think her soul, her album spoke to my body because it made me want to just like dance and it made me feel good. This album is like taking my thoughts and, and my experiences and, and putting it on and recording it and putting it out there. And I'm just, I'm living for this album. So I really want y'all to listen to it. So I am actually going to add a song from that album to the playlist this week. What is the playlist? The playlist is a list of songs to play to. You can find the link to the playlist um, in my bio on Instagram at the fun sexual. You can listen to the playlist on Spotify or you can listen to the playlist on Apple Music. So the song that we are adding this week to the playlist is Leak It by Ari Lennox and Miss Chloe Bailey. Really good song. Very sexy song. This album is, is very sexy. It's, it's, it's very, um, it got some depth to it, depth to it, but you know, it's just a very good album. 10 out of 10 would recommend that you listen to. Um, so that was the playlist again, please check out the playlist. Tell me what you think. You know, um, I curate this for you so that you have some music to listen to, you know, when you're getting it going and, uh, I want y'all to, I want y'all to enjoy that. So let me put y'all on. Raisin, I got I to gotta take you off my lap for this. Sorry, buddy. Ah! Ooh, okay. So, for this week's... For this week's segment of Let Me Put Y'all On, I am going to put y'all on to something that I have been working on, something that I have been planning, something that I am very excited about. And that thing is the fun sexual... Weekend Playcation Kinksgiving Edition. You feel me? Now, what exactly is that? Do you remember back in February when I co-hosted Weekend Playcation in the Pocono Mountains? Well, I'm doing it again. I'm doing this one solo dolo. It is going to be great. Um, By the time this episode drops, I'm not going to lie, all of the solo beds are going to be sold out. They went very, very fast. They went very, very fast. The solo beds are, are just about gone. So um, there's a couple of tickets available. And there's also a wait list. If you are interested in being added to the wait list, you know, fill out the vetting form. I'll hit you up and let you know that if, if you know, spots are still available. Um, but 
it's about to be a lit ass weekend. Let me tell you, the people are beautiful. They're excited to be there. I hired a chef to cook us a Thanksgiving style, like a light Thanksgiving style meal. Um, you know, we're going to do some excursions. You know, last time we did the gun range. This time we could do the gun range again. We could do horseback riding. We could do hot air balloon ride. We could do wine tasting, casino, paintball. There's so many options of things that we can do because it's not quite like freezing cold yet. Um, and that is going to be November 18th through the 20th in the Pocono Mountains. So if you are interested in, tend- in attending the weekend playcation, click the link in my bio and on Instagram at the fun sexual. Um, and you can go to my link tree, or if you're on my Twitter, you can go to my link tree. That's also a link in bio and fill out the vetting form for the weekend playcation. There are instructions about filling out the vetting form, read through the instructions, handle your business um and i would really love to see you there this is going to be a very special event um everybody is being hand selected there's a a very i won't call it a strict vetting process but like i'm going i'm doing vetting interviews with every single person so i am literally hand selecting and hand curating this entire event it is going to be sexy it's going to be dope it's going to be fun i want to laugh this house the house that i got for this one is beautiful we got a hot tub we got a fire pit uh plenty of beds plenty of space the space is beautiful it is going to be i'm really looking forward to it so again that is going to be weekend playcation kinksgiving um on november 18th through the 20th it's a friday to a sunday and i would really love to see you there if you're interested in attending go ahead link in bio on instagram and twitter fill out the vetting form and i'll get back to you so that was this week's um let me put y'all on okay and so, before I get out of here this week, per usual, I'm going to leave you with an affirmation. And that affirmation this week is, your anxiety is a hater. Your anxiety, your anxiety is a hater. It's a voice in your head telling you that you can't do things. You can do it. You can do all of the things. You can do all of the things. You can try all of the things. You are able. You are smart. You are beautiful. You are loved. You are liked. And don't let anxiety tell you anything other than that. Because it's just, it's not true. It's not true. It's so easy to get sucked into what anxiety tells you that you can't do but it's not true all right so that is going to be this week's episode of the fun sexual podcast okay i love y'all by the next time i record if i'm not in somebody's studio i might be in my new place I'm looking forward to it. Um, Thank you for rocking with me as long as you have, for as long as you have, if you're new, if you're old, somewhere in between. Thank you for rocking with me. This has been, this has really been a journey for me. Um, Y'all have seen me through some, some, some ups and some downs for real. And I really try my best to um, be transparent and put it out there for y'all because I think it's important to just realize that we're all human 
We're all learning. We're all learning. None of us are our professional life livers. That doesn't exist. You can read all the books. You can talk to all the people. You can listen to all the podcasts, the radio shows, the newspapers. You could do all of the things, but like none of us are professional life livers. None of us know what's going to happen next, how to prepare ourselves for the things that are happening. So we really just got to, sometimes you just got to roll with the punches. Sometimes you just got to roll with the punches. And um, so like, thank you for rocking with me as I, as I navigate this life. Whatever this life is, thank you for rocking with me while I figure it the fuck out. I really, I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. Um, again, I'm, I'm optimistic for what is going to happen next because I don't know. I don't know what it is. I do not know what's going to happen next, but I really do feel like this is a, a, a upturn for me. So that's it. That's all I got. I love y'all. I'm going to piece it on out and go eat some dinner. Bye.